Hey everybody, just a friendly reminder. If you want to win that sweet prize, you're going to need that secret word. So keep your ears open and enjoy the show. I've decided I'm not a very good conversationalist. I can be. <laughs> just depends. We're doing random questions, so it's kind of hard. These yeah. aren't things I talk about every day. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, outside of, like, the podcast. Even, like, during the podcast. I the podcast, I think I'm okay at being a, you know, a, a, a conversation guy. <laughs> but uh, I could tell you, like, a really long, tragic story about my life. And you would just hit K and send it to me. <laughs> uh, that that sums up a lot. I don't, I don't know. Is if if you would send me a super long tragic story, well, maybe you, you'll put an O. I might. <laughs> I might. I might send like a. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> With, but it would like be some frowny faces. But maybe? it would be that gif where Donald Trump's holding up that book. It would be. <laughs> it just, that sucks. <laughs> oh man, that's like one of my favorite apps. Is called Donald Draws. It's just him holding up, uh, like somebody photoshopped out an executive order and him showing the cameras. So that's why every so often you get like a, a personalized gif because mm. <laughs> you just write on the pages. And then they just match. It's like magic. And they let you choose from two different gifts. There's one where he just like pans it around really quickly mm-hmm. and it's kind of harder to read. And then there's one where he like, he stops towards the camera and it kind of looks like he's saying like, okay or something. And mm-hmm. then he moves it again. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite one because <laughs> cause it's easier to read. <laughs> I also send those out for birthdays every once in a while. <laughs> what a birthday gift <laughs> well it's a birthday gift no nothing gosh that was terrible no that was great that wasn't uh, did you know there's a, a group of people out there that insist on calling gifts jif like pronouncing the g with a j instead of a g that doesn't surprise me only because i've been watching sons of anarchy lately <laughs> and one of the main characters mom's name is Gemma, but it's with a g Oh, okay. So. Maybe <laughs> okay. it's Gemma. Pretty sure it's Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> well, even then, that I can understand, though, because a gemstone is G-E-M. Have you ever seen The Town? No. Ben Affleck? No. Uh, what's his name? Matt Damon? Nope. Casey uh, Affleck? Uh, no. Mark Wahlberg? Nope. Was it anybody that was in Good Will Hunting? No. Um, Hawkeye. Oh, Jeremy Renner. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, his name is Jem. Okay. But <laughs> the way he explains it, I can't remember how he explains it. I don't know if it's supposed to be like Jum or Jem. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> it's with the G. Okay. But it's supposed to be like Jem. Like the Jem. Okay. Like, he's a real gem now. Right. right? <laughs> okay. That's literally what he says. Oh, all right. The uh, the creator of the GIF even says that, no, you all are pronouncing it wrong. It's GIF. It is GIF, after all. But it stands for, like, graphical interface something or other, blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know where you're getting a J from. 
<laughs> Maybe he likes the peanut butter. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not a big Jeff fan myself. No? No. What are you, more skippy? skippy? Yeah. Ugh, you make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is Why? where it's at. Jeff is where it's at. We have a lot of like cheaper off-brand peanut butter in our house. But so does it just say iffy? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when we get Jeff, it's a treat. <laughs> uh, like I just imagine like when you were saying that, I was picturing it in my head, like Liz coming home with a grocery bag. <laughs> And there's Jeff in there, <laughs> and like everyone in the house just <laughs> <laughs> rejoices and goes crazy. I'm the only one that cares. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the kids are like peanut butter's peanut butter, but to me, <laughs> there is a difference. <laughs> I would probably actually be. I would probably actually make fun of Liz at this point for getting. Forgetting Jeff, if she got it, I'd probably be like, oh, big spender this week. <laughs> We're living large. My mouth's been disrespected by Skippy all this time. <laughs> it's not even Skippy. It's not even like Peter Pan. It's like, does it just say peanut butter? <laughs> it, it might. <laughs> or it doesn't even say anything. It's just a brown label. Oh, man. I eat lunch at the uh, school. And one time they had these... They they have these things called jam witches every once in a while. And they're crustless, delicious peanut butter and jelly. The crustables? Yeah. I always call them a jam witch. But they are actually I believe they are actually called crustable. Anyways, they had some That's like the technical term. Yeah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> I've never seen them until I started working for the school. Okay. Continue. Anyways, they once had this this uh crustable knockoff that was called Wow Butter and Jelly. And it was meant for, like, if you have peanut butter allergies, you can eat this because there's absolutely no peanut butter in this. It's made of wow butter. And on the picture, on the label, it said, you, like, it said something like, tastes like real peanut butter. And I ate, a, I ate one. I don't even think I ate the whole thing. It was disgusting. <laughs> like, like, you can't say it tastes like real peanut butter <laughs> if it doesn't even taste like a peanut. I can understand if it's just like bad peanut butter and you're like, well, yeah, sometimes I eat a peanut and it doesn't taste very good. Peanuts don't taste like peanut butter to me, though. I think you might be a robot. What if I just self-destructed <laughs> right here? <laughs> I just fell apart. <laughs> yeah, the wow butter stuff was like really gross. It was like had a weird texture to it. It was like kind of grainy. didn't taste anything like peanuts. Probably, I, I don't know what what soybean mush tastes like. But I bet it tasted like this. <laughs> it soybean mush tastes like this. It was gross. Anyways, so look at that. We got some witty banter at the beginning. Do you think if someone were to kill someone's mom, got dark? Hold on. Like, okay, peanut butter to murder. There's two people here. We got guy one, guy two. So guy one kills guy two's mom and dad. Okay. Okay. Guy two's mad about it, but guy one's best friend beats up guy two with guy one. 
I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. I, I have no idea. Okay. So there's guy one, guy two. Guy one kills guy two's mom. And dad. And dad. Okay. And then guy two. Three. Guy three shows up. Yeah. And guy three and one. Beat up guy two? Yes. Okay. Because guy two was mad at guy one. That's a very That's disrespectful is what it is. <clears throat> I, I'm so confused. I'm still conf- I still don't fully understand the chain of okay, events so that happened. Okay, Tom. Okay. And you got Nick. Okay. Tom kills Nick's mom and dad. Okay. Okay. Nick gets mad at Tom. Okay. And starts to kick Tom's ass. Okay. Joey comes out of nowhere <laughs> and helps Tom beat up Nick. All right, so the guy that killed the parents is yeah. beating up the 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 son of the victims? Yes. Because he's mad at the son. He, no, because he's mad at the killer. He's, but he is the killer. Whoa. <laughs> Where did you go? <laughs> you just told me that Nick <laughs> oh my killed... You, you know what? Don't eat that candy. I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> you just told me that guy <laughs> that, that Nick killed the parents and beat up... The son of the people he That's just killed. That's not what I told you. That you, is what you, you have to listen. <laughs> this is guy one. Okay. That's this Nick. Is guy two. Okay. That's Tom. All right. So Tom. <laughs> okay. Kills Nick's parents. Okay. Tom kills Nick's parents. Nick comes back. He's mad at Tom. Okay. So he starts to beat up Tom. Joey okay. <laughs> joins for, forces with Tom. And kicks Nick's ass for being mad at Tom. Oh, killing okay. his parents. Okay. <clears throat> well now that you've now that you've uh effectively shown me with <laughs> with candy <laughs> a picture of Tom and Nick and Joey. And Joey. <laughs> okay, so what's the point of this story? It's pretty messed up. I just I, I guess what do you mean you guess? I mean, yeah, that's pretty messed up, but that was Captain I'd... America Civil War. Yeah, okay. Well, those Marvel movies are that's so have... disrespectful. Those Marvel movies have gotten like way too convoluted in my opinion. Bucky killed Tony Stark's parents. Yes. Tony Stark got mad. Right. Started beating up Bucky. Right. I think I saw this in a meme the other day, actually. It's probably a meme I shared because I shared it's it. It's probably. <laughs> it's actually one of if I had a favorite, going back to the last episode, if I had a favorite <laughs> meme that stuck with me, it's that. Because it severely makes me mad. And, and Civil War is like my favorite Captain America movie. That's a good one. It's top three Marvel movies for me. It's top one. It's Endgame, isn't it? No. No? No. Okay, what is it? You know, I've been thinking long and hard about what you said. But about how Endgame makes no sense at all? No. Oh, <laughs> The Infinity War was better than Endgame. Oh, well, this is true. It is, yeah. It is. <laughs> it was. Endgame was still good, though. No. <laughs> it's a horrible yeah, conclusion. It was pretty good. <laughs> All right, so is, is uh, Infinity War your favorite, then? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's like 23 movies at this point. <laughs> I can't name all of them. Iron Man. First one? Uh, sure. Okay. I wasn't going in any specific order. Oh. Well, I meant like, are you talking like the first Iron Man movie? Yeah, yeah, okay, the first one, and then Captain America: Civil War. Okay, Black Panther. 
Okay. I still haven't seen Black Panther. That says a lot about you. I don't you. think it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> the movie's long. You say you've seen like almost all of I them. I have seen all of them. Except, except, Black, except Panther. Black Panther. Well. <laughs> so I feel like Black Panther isn't crucial to the overall story. It is. Though. You get plenty Black Panther introduction in Civil War, and then you get plenty Black Panther stuff in Endgame. So, like, what am I really missing by not watching this uh, this other long movie? Well, it's ha- what happens in between. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Then it leads into Infinity War. Yeah, but Infinity War still made plenty of sense to me. I mean, as much sense as that movie could make to me. Well, it didn't play, like, a big part. <laughs> <laughs> it did, but it didn't. <laughs> uh, part of it is Liz wants to watch it. Liz falls asleep way faster than I do. And then you just add black people so, to the mix. <laughs> so so uh it's like we don't usually watch movies until the kids are asleep. Mm-hmm. And the kids, if they aren't asleep by like nine o'clock, wow. Two hour movie at nine o'clock, it's fine for me, usually. Not usually happening with Liz. So I'm just gonna blame my wife. For me not seeing Black Panther. Maybe we should just have a Black Panther listening party. <laughs> listening party? Or watching video <laughs> party. Let's have a Black Panther party. I'm just going to hear the audio of the movie. <laughs> no, we're going to dress like Black Panthers. <clears throat> I feel like back in the that day. would be a bad idea. <laughs> in fact, I know that would be a very bad idea. Come on. <laughs> All right, let's get off this train. This black train. This. Did you see that uh, Snowpiercer's getting a TV series? Really? Yeah. With uh, who? I don't know. Somebody mm. sent me a... One of my friends sent me a message. I think it's going to be on TNT. It's going to be a TV series. It better be good. I hope so. I like the... As, as we know, I like the movie. Yeah, but that was... I mean... You don't... You you were down on the movie because you can't separate Chris Evans from Captain America. I, there's only one movie that I can, and it's... uh. Before we go, it's a rom-com. Eh, not a rom-com, just more of a chick flick. Okay. Same thing? No. No? Is there any romance? Yeah, but no comedy. It's no comedy? No. It's just a romantic drama? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd say it sounds really boring. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, fair enough. I actually but, do like dramas. I was just making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean... That wasn't Captain America-like. Okay. See, for as much as you like Captain America... Whoa, whoa, whoa. And... I like Civil War. And Marvel movies in general, I feel like you should just automatically like Chris Evans no. doing act- action-y type things. No, because I only like Civil War. Although, I did underappreciate Winter Soldier. It's okay. a fairly good movie. That is an awesome movie. That's probably my... That is That is among my top three. Winter Soldier? Mm-hmm. Why? Because I, I love it. <laughs> I don't know. That was like uh, like all in in my most humble of opinions. Uh, Winter Soldier marked a turning point for the Marvel Universe in general as finally being something other than like kind of dumb, predictable action movies. Like, Civil War was like a born identity movie 
only it starred Captain America. It was like super smart. It was really intricate. And like everything up to that was like very cookie cutter. And a lot of things after that are still very cookie cutter. Like what? Like uh, you meet the hero. There's a villain. The villain's usually uh, with uh, the exception of maybe Loki. And you're not a big Loki fan, right? No. Yeah. So, like, many people love Loki. I like Loki. But villain, yeah, usually pretty bland. Thor 2 was among the worst of the villains. I don't even remember. Yeah, it was a weird little goblin guy who was, like, trying to get ether or something out of out of Thor's world. And there were yeah. portals and stuff. And he was, like, a very boring villain. Iron Man? Oh, I'm going to fight bad Iron Man. Ooh, he's played by Jeff Bridges. Okay. That was a good movie, though. It was an okay movie. The first Iron Man? First Iron Man was okay. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Iron Man fan anyways. Why? Second Iron Man, super boring. Let's take this badass villain and stick him in a science lab for an hour and a half and then have, like, one one more fight scene at the end. It's Mickey Rourke. I mean, yeah. what do you expect? <clears throat> uh, well, don't cast Mickey Rourke and write a good story. The third one was horrible. Third one was horrible. Also, problem with the villain there. The like, Mandalorian? Man- Mandarin. Whatever. Mandalorian is Star Wars. It's the I'm same. I'm not even a Star Wars theme. fan, and I know that. It's the same It's not the same thing. thing. Anyways. So, anyway, the point was, is, up until Civil War, all the movies followed a very, very clear character arc, and the villains were all kind of junk, minus Loki. And even then... Don't watch Black Panther, because <laughs> I can already see it now. <laughs> you, you'll start bashing on the villain. Well, no, because after Civil War, I feel like they kind of got their stuff together for the most part. I like the Ant-Man villains, except first Ant-Man, pretty much... Same thing as Iron Man. It was like, oh, I'm going to fight the evil Ant-Man now. Second Ant-Man, much better. I don't even remember the villain in Ant-Man. I hated that movie so much. <laughs> Anyways, we've been we've been recording for 20 minutes. I think we should probably uh, play some intro music and and actually do the show. Welcome back to Off All Day, where two guys ask one question and see where it takes them. My name's Tyler, you can call me T. I don't really care one way or another. As always, I'm the Mandalorian, a.k.a. Mandarin. <laughs> or, you can call me Malcolm. Or Mac, as T likes to call me, because he's mean. <laughs> you told me, when we started this, that Mac was what people call you. Not so, anymore. So I called that you. That was a different life. So I was like, I'm sorry, like last year. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <clears throat> you know, I was looking, I get, uh, I check my Facebook memories every day because I'm kind of lame. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Mac, thanks for agreeing with me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, like a couple years ago when I got my first microphone, I posted a picture. Of that first microphone, and I was like, awesome, who wants to start a podcast with me? Me. Then Malcolm, you're like, yeah, hit me up, let's let's talk. And then we had like <laughs> like two little back and forths on like Facebook Messenger or something. Mm-hmm. 
and then nothing. And then like a year later at at your kid's birthday party, you were like, hey, you still want to do a podcast? And I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do a podcast. Is that how that went? That though? is exactly how that went. I took screenshots. <laughs> I took screenshots of the uh I took screenshots of the original post. <laughs> the timeline. <laughs> I didn't I didn't take screenshots of the messenger timeline, but a crate through like ten minutes of scrolling I could probably get back to that. I feel like we've had longer conversations to where it paid take at least twenty minutes. No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I man. was laughing because I had to put Tom, Nick, and Joey back away. <laughs> <laughs> you did put Tom, Nick, and Joey back away. Now, now they're, they're in there fighting. They're integrated with all the other candy inmates. Yes. <laughs> candy mates. Candy mates? What, the, what was that? That was my laugh. Was your laugh? Yeah. A, I've heard you laugh before. That was not your laugh. That was like... I don't know what that was like. That's my you as a baby bird. That's my laugh with my best friend Jordan. <laughs> Shout out to Jordan. <laughs> He's out there playing basketball right now. But we compare it to like a spray bottle. Okay. Because you know how a spray. Mm, you got some really bad spray bottles if they're making that sound. Well, the squeaky ones, yeah, of course. I use spray bottles every day at work. And not once have I ever heard them make the weird quacking sound. Well, maybe you have the bad ones. No, no, pretty good. They spray the liquid like they're supposed to. <laughs> I concur. All righty. If you're wondering how this works, we're going to go ahead and fill you in. We're going to ask a question. That question is going to come from conversationstartersworld.com. They have a random question generator. It's full of like 1,700 questions and we're going to ask one of those and then we're going to set a timer and we're going to answer that question we're going to cover a wide variety of topics and you our dear listener the one maybe hopefully two of you that are left (laughs) you get to go ahead and write a topics list doesn't even have to be a full topics list just a topics list Send that list to offalldayatoutlook.com and you will win yourself a prize. I don't know what that prize is right now, but I guarantee it will be something. I think that about covers it. Yeah. I think that covers the rules. I think that was the quickest rules I've ever gotten through. Impressive. <laughs> All right. So here we go. We're going to go ahead and we're going to ask one question. If we don't like it, we're going to go on to a second question. And if we don't like that one, we have to pick one of those two. So here we go. What movie scene choked you up the most? Oh. I feel like this is a this is a very quality question considering we occasionally do a movie show. Started with a movie show. That's true. You don't want to see what the next question is? If you want to see what the next one is, that's fine. I just want to see what the next one is. How likely do you think it will be that humans will last another 1,000 years without killing ourselves off? (laughs) Why did you look at me like that? That's how I look at people, I guess. Uh, Okay, let's do the original one. Do the movie question? Yeah. What movie scene choked you up the most? Did you set the timer? Yes. All right. I believe so. <laughs> you make me question everything. Now. Ten. No, I didn't. Ten thirteen. 
I'm talking until like midnight. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> What's the latest we recorded? I don't know. When we did when we did Jane Doe, I think we did, we did Gone Baby do. Gone at the same time. Oh. <laughs> and I want to say I walked out of here probably at like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, that was a marathon. Yes, it was. Um, okay. Movie scene that I choked up on. Uh there is a movie called I wanna say it's Fruitville Station. Okay. My uh, Michael B. Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Okay. On that true story about the kid that got killed. Yeah, I actually have no idea. I just know that he was in it. Oh, okay. Well, it's a true story about uh, this uh, teenager. I want to say it was a teenager because when Michael B. Jordan was young in that movie, right? Um, it kind of go like the movie kind of just goes through his life, but towards the end, um, he ends up getting shot by a police officer in uh, a subway station and kind of just I mean once you watch the movie and you see everything that led up to that point um, it was it was pretty sad I wouldn't say I was like crying hard but it was definitely a tearjerker for sure hmm. pretty yeah. emotional stuff but stuff like that I mean true stories you know, no one, no one wants to see someone, right? Get murdered, so. right? Except maybe serial killers. Yeah, well, I don't think <laughs> someone wants to watch <laughs> serial killers murder. Ah, uh, fair enough. So, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Fruitvale Station. Yeah, I think that used to be on Netflix, or maybe it was on Hulu at one point in time. Oh, uh, it was on Netflix. I feel like I came across it once and then did not watch it. Probably because he was in Black Panther and you just didn't know it yet. <laughs> I like Michael B. Jordan. He was on uh, the show Parenthood for a for a brief time. And talking about things that, that choke you up, Parenthood was a show that it came before This Is Us. Mm. And after This Is Us, uh, after Parenthood ended, NBC immediately picked up This Is Us. And they're both like kind of similar like family dramas. Mm-hmm. That like intentionally try to make you cry, right? And uh, he was on, he was on that for a while, and that show always, like almost every episode, choked me up. Like and like the the final episode actually made me cry. Wow, it's very sad, <laughs> <laughs> but it was so good. That was such an awesome show. Let's see, uh, movie scenes that choked me up. Um, I would say, uh, I would do. Specifically, movies. Well, it asked for movies, but we can do TV. Well, I, shows. I, do I TV. just, yeah, I just said TV. a TV show. Uh, the second episode of Game of Thrones, season eight. Oh, I was, was going to say season. I've seen the second episode, and there's know. nothing sad in there. <laughs> it was the last season. Okay, it was that. I've never a TV show. I've never really cried. Okay, but that. I was like crying tears. <laughs> and I was like cussing and I was like punching the couch. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Trying to think of Did you cry when Friends ended? No. I was a Friends fan at the time, but I did not cry when it ended. The peak of my Friends fandom at that t- at th- when it ended, it it had crested and it had fallen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when it ended I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I 
it's about time. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, there, there is an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved How I Met Your Mother. It was like, it was to me that was very uh, uh, comparable to Friends, and uh, it was like only, only it wasn't quite as like. I don't know. There was just something better about how I met your mother. Mm-hmm. Like the story was like just smarter the way it was told. But there was an episode when uh, a character passes away, and throughout the entire episode, you see signs like uh, uh, like. Like there, like there's like a neon sign in the background that's like ten, and it has like the number ten on it. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit later, someone's reading a a magazine, and the and the cover has like a number nine on it or something. And they just hide these numbers counting down uh, throughout the scenes of the show. And then it gets to the end of the episode, and like and like the countdown is over, and you find out that one of the char- like one of these, it wasn't one of the main characters, but like a very lovable character that had been around for a while mm-hmm. had passed away. And like, I don't know if it was like, because I felt the moment was genuinely sad or if they were just subconsciously programming me to cry because they've been, they had been hiding a countdown throughout the entire scene right. at, the, at the whole episode. But, uh, that made me cry as far as movies go. I get choked up pretty easily, and I have a terrible memory. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, uh, I remember I remember crying at uh, at the end of Cro- of Kodachrome. Okay, that that ending really got me. Uh, I won't spoil it, but you can all you can all go back and listen to Kodachrome on uh, the Two Guys feed. Mm-hmm. Is one of our better episodes. It's like when we started like really getting the. Getting the thing down. But, uh, yeah, Kodachrome got to me. Mr. Church got to me. Yeah? Because it's just sad to see bad acting. Yes. <laughs> no. I shouldn't make fun of you for liking Mr. Church. You do anyways. I, I do anyways. That's okay. Susan McMartin still loves you. <laughs> She's a nice lady. I'm sure she is. Um, but, yeah. I mean, there was two. there was two big deaths in that movie. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, uh, Mac will probably mock me for this one. But two movies that get me every time. Uh, Toy Story 3 gets me every time. Why? Because Andy gives spoilers <laughs> for Toy Story 3. It's like it's plenty it's, old. There's a good it's, grace period. It's past the... Uh, <laughs> It's past the statute of limitations, but Andy gives away his toys, and all the toys have to go live with, with this new little girl, and that's pretty sad. Plus, like that whole movie's pretty depressing because <laughs> because they're all like in like a daycare or something, and being bossed around by well, I think it was Ned Beatty is the was the voice of the teddy bear, mm-hmm. and uh, Little Prince. It's a Netflix original. Little Prince, and it's an animated one too. That one, there's like a there's a moment in it that gets me every time uh, because it's about this little girl who 
her mom like organizes her life like down to the like down to the minute and the down to the second mm-hmm. and this little girl she befriends this kind of crazy old man neighbor he's got like a homemade airplane in the back of his yard and he's got all these weird wacky inventions and stuff mm-hmm. and they become friends and he tells her this story of a little prince who travels from planet to planet with a fox spoilers for anybody that might want to go watch it i highly recommend watching it there's a scene where the little girl gets really angry at her neighbor after they've had all these fun-filled wacky adventures they get into this fight she comes home and there's like an ambulance outside his house and it's like It's like speeding. It's like driving away. She's super, super upset. And so she like gets out of her car. She she gets out of her mom's car and like gets on her bike and she's like chasing the ambulance. I'm getting like kind of choked up just telling it now because. Don't cry. You just feel like, you just feel like the last thing she said to to him before he died. Because the whole movie is kind of like about dealing with, uh, with death. Right. And it's like the last thing she said before he died was something really mean and hurtful to him. Mm-hmm. And and then you, it it does have a happier ending though. Like he didn't actually die; she makes it to the hospital. And oh. stuff, but but uh, <laughs> oh man, that movie gets me every time. There's a show on Netflix. Uh, I'm just gonna say it now. Spoiler alert. This show is called On My Block. Okay. Okay. I didn't start watching it until I was on TikTok one day. I was just <laughs> scrolling through videos. And then there was just like a clip from the show. And it just showed a, uh, some kid getting shot. And I was like, I got to watch it. So I watched the show. And I get to the last episode. And this whole show is uh, based around these four kids, four or five kids. That uh, kind of just they they go through everyday life in their neighborhood because they live in uh, California, and uh, one of the main characters, Ruby, he has a cousin. Well, she's not his cousin, but they're really good family friends, and basically that's what they consider her. Um, her parents left her when she was younger. And uh, her 15th birthday is coming up. So he plans her quinceanera, you know, tries to get it all uh, figured out and everything. And he finally does. And they have the party. And this gang member shows up to the party looking for one of Ruby's friends. Pulls out a gun and shoots. Well, he shoots Ruby and the bullet goes through him and the girl. And then the next season starts. Season two with him living and she died. But you don't know that because the ending scene of the last season is like both of them just laying there in like pool of blood. So that episode, that hit me hard because I was not expecting that. Right. And then the start of the next season, I was like, oh. Because they have like, in the beginning of the next season, they have like a a memorial like set up around the, the, the corner. There's like candles and, you know, people bringing stuff to the corner. Uh, pictures and a bunch of messages and whatnot, but it doesn't really show you who it is. 
at first, and then finally, like, the camera, like, pans out, and it's her. Yeah. Yeah. Devastating stuff. Sounds very sad. It was. (laughs) Show's good, though. Show's really good. On my block. Yes. Is that, like, a newer show? It's been around for two seasons, I guess, so it must be, like, like in the last couple years. And one of the, the main character, I guess, did you watch Logan or no? Did I watch what? Logan. No. With Hugh Jackman. No. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say the main, the Ruby, he's uh, one of the characters in that, uh, in Logan. Okay. One of the mutants. Okay. Um, Logan. I cried. <laughs> I cried. Um, let's see. Um, the Last of Us. Last of Us, that makes, <laughs> there's there's moments in The Last of Us that have made me cry. Not necessarily the ending, but. No, the ending didn't make me cry. But, uh, but. When Joel, when you thought Joel was going to die. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, legit. When they, when they kick him off and he falls on that, on that bar, yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you right. guys doing? <laughs> and not only because I didn't want to play as Ellie. <laughs> but but because I was like just just super upset when his friend died. Uh, what was her name? Tessa. Yeah, Tess. Yeah. Yep. When she died, I didn't cry, but I was like, that was I was bu- pretty upset. That was a bummer. <laughs> oh, and then when that guy and his brother and oh jeez and yeah. <laughs> oh uh, man, what was his name? Sam. God, that whole game is just so heartbreaking. Out of those moments, when that kid dies and then his brother shoots himself, yeah, was probably my number one. Oh gosh, Rachel's daughter I'm gonna died. Put like I'm gonna put like a serious uh, spoiler. Yeah, there's gonna be like just put it on the the <laughs> picture, just <laughs> yeah. a giant spoiler tag. <laughs> oh man, I think that might be the only game that ever made me cry. I and mean, I've played a lot of story based games, but like never anything that hit me. Near as hard right. as. Can't wait as for the last of us. That'll be good. Uh, uh, Hellblade Senna was sacrifice. It was like super emotional, but it didn't ever like actually choke me up or anything. Like it, it, it made me feel sad, mm-hmm. and it made me like it. It was like being beat over the head with a sad hammer, but. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it didn't. It really choked me up, though. And that might just be because that was like a Norse mythology thing. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't like characters that that uh, I mean, like Joel and Ellie. Those are people that look like people I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> where you don't know anyone walking around with loincloth. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the world would be a better place if everyone knew <laughs> at least one person walking around with a loincloth. So effectively, if half of the uh, half the world's population was walking, I bet I bet if, if I bet if a third of the world's population walked around with loincloths, everybody would know somebody. Right. <laughs> it doesn't have to be half. It doesn't have to be like one and one, like a loincloth friend for every single person. What was like the most? What's the most intense game that you've played? It doesn't have to be emotional necessarily. But it could just be like it just like uh, I don't know how to explain it. Kind of like the Last of Us feeling, but mm. just just different than that. Okay. Um, does it have to be a game that I finished? 
No. no. <laughs> because because we've talked many many a time about Outlast. Okay. And that that game fills me with such fear. Yes. <laughs> such does. fear that I just I guess I can't make it past like the first 20 or 30 minutes. Right. Uh, I'm stuck in some sewers right now. <laughs> I finally got past uh, the basement part, so now I'm in, stuck in some bloody sewers and <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's it's so sick. <laughs> it's so sickening because like I'll be walking in the game in the sewers and there's like holes above me that I don't see right away and they're just dumping bodies down <sighs> and they hit the hit the water and just hear this loud splash. Oh god. It, like it, just just hearing that yeah, makes it, me like just not like just hearing you tell me that that makes me terrified. It's a horrible game, but it's so good. <laughs> it is. Uh, one of these days we'll have to like you and me will have to like sit down and find a third party that can actually play it. <laughs> right. Do reaction videos. Oh man. <sighs> Most intense game. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Hellblade. Hellblade was is, is easily in that top mm-hmm. that top tier. That game is like just if you've ever wanted to know what it's like to have a mental illness <laughs> and like it's not even so much like oh, I wonder what it'd be like to have mental illness <laughs> like but it's like it does such a good job of of showing you that side mm-hmm. of of humanity and like the darker sides of 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 people's minds and stuff right and if you if you play it with headphones you get so much more out of it because like there's they even recommend playing with headphones cuz like they use like 3D sound mm-hmm. and you'll hear voices behind you telling you things and they'll like they'll be like telling you to like stop what you're doing and just turn around because you're useless or you're worthless or and then oh. there'll be like another voice will be like telling you no no you can do this you're you're strong and you're powerful and you can make it and you just just keep going and then and it's just, like this weird back and forth of voices like either championing you or just trying to destroy your your will to live right good god and <laughs> it is it is like i mean it's a good looking game it's not the best looking game but as as a work of art not even necessarily as a video game but as a work of art it is it is truly a thing of beauty outlast is really shitty quality yeah, but it's also it's like, like a PlayStation Two. It's game. also like really old, <laughs> is it? I think I think that was like a PS four, PS three launch title, maybe a PS four launch. I think it was a PS four launch title. I downloaded the second one because it was free. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess two thousand thirteen. Yeah, and Outlast two just came out in seventeen. Okay. Four year gap. No, well, technically a three because. They had the whistleblower thing. Yeah, right. Oh, there's one called the Outlast Trials. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I have no but, idea. Uh, Until Dawn. Okay. Was a great game. Uh, very realistic as far as uh, the graphics. And um, I like game. I kind of like games where you get to like make choices and it does the whole butterfly effect. Right. Um. Because, I mean, that's really what the game was about. Um, but, 
that was one of my probably one of my favorite games I played last year. I know it came out before, but there was like a stack of games that were my top tier games. <laughs> Spider Man. Okay. Uh God of War. Mm-hmm. Until Dawn. And there was another one. Oh, yeah, it was Outlast. <laughs> it was Outlast. Um Oh, you know what? Shadow of the Colossus. Have you ever have you ever played it or seen it? I've seen I've seen the um I've seen it at like GameStop and stuff. It is the most epic like the whole thing is just nothing but boss fights. Mm-hmm. And these boss fight like each boss is like a, a puzzle. Like you you have to climb on all of them cuz they're just huge mm-hmm. and you have to like find their weak spots and some of them like some of them fly. So like you like climb like there's one that flies you have to climb onto its wings and then climb its wings while it's in the air mm-hmm. and then then and then crawl along its back and then plunge your sword into it whenever one of them dies it feels kind of sad it feels kind of sad like the whole reason this guy the your character is is murdering these giant beasts is because uh like if he kills them he might be able to uh, resurrect his his dead wife mm. or girlfriend or significant other, whatever. And and like they're all just out there in this big vast open land. They're not doing anything to hurt anybody or hurt anything. They're just existing. Mm-hmm. And and you're like out there just killing all right. of them, poaching them for like for your own selfish needs, for being what it is, for just being a game of boss fights. It's it feels really really emotional, right? I think an honorable mention would be Manhunt. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. One of my favorites of all time. Um, I don't know if you ever played like the old Max Payne game. I played the first one. I don't remember much of it. I remember they did the Matrix better than the Matrix game did mm-hmm. <laughs> with the bullet time. Right. To me, it just seemed more like... I don't know, there was like an eerie thing about it. To me, if I remember correctly, if it's the right game I'm thinking of. But the movie adaptation was horrible. <laughs> that is what I hear. With Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Mila Kunis. <laughs> Man, there's so many things. Like so many games. Medal of Honor Frontline. Okay. The PlayStation 2 game about World War Two. Right. One of my favorites. Of like... I'd put it in the top five hmm. of games. All right. The remake of Resident Evil, back in the days of the GameCube, like Nintendo had some deal with Capcom, mm-hmm. and they had a remake of Resident Evil. That game was terrifying to me. Like, I had to play it at Sam's house, because Sam could play it. <laughs> like, he'd played, like, the old Resident Evil games, mm-hmm. so he was he was fine with the control scheme and stuff. Because back in those days, it was all fixed camera angles. And if you if you turn if you turn a corner to go right suddenly <laughs> suddenly forward on the joystick on the analog stick mm-hmm. doesn't make you go forward right <laughs> it'll make you turn left or right or something and at the time it was one of the most beautiful games ever created at least in my opinion and uh, it had these it introduced these zombies called crimson heads. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know that these things were here, or that were that they existed in the game. But if you didn't burn the body of the zombie, it would come back later. 
<laughs> so like if you kill so if you kill like a zombie or two or three in a hallway and then you go off to the next room mm-hmm. and then you come back like an hour later or however long later, usually it was like a decent amount of time, right. they would come back. And they would be super powerful and super pissed and they would run as, like really fast. Mm-hmm. The first time we came across one of those things, that was just like the most terrifying experience. Like even just, even me just watching it, it was just oh, one of the most terrifying things. Well, up there with Son of Sacrifice as far as emotional games go, Silent Hill 2. Silent Hill 2 is among the most uh, sad and heartbreaking video game stories. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it's just this guy looking for his dead wife. He's in Silent Hill, and he's... Is it Sean Bean? (laughs) (laughs) It might as well be. The movie was very, was like, very Silent Hill 2. Like, it wasn't the same story, but Mm. it... Like, I, they took, like, a lot of inspirations from two. Oh, okay. But, yeah, and, like, you're, like, chased down by by Pyramid Head. I love Pyramid Head. <laughs> that game just got me. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's that time yet again. Time for the secret word. This week, the secret word is spoilers. That's right. Spoilers. S-P-O-I-L-E-R-S. As though you didn't know how to spell it, which I'm sure you did, because you're all a smart group of people. Enjoy the rest of the show. The first Silent Hill, not so emotional, but super intense. Like, I played it many, many, many years after it had been released, Mm -hmm. when it looked horrible. (laughs) Like, I played it on a PS3. It was a PS1 game. I played it on a PS3. And it still, even though it looked terrible was still one of the most intense and scary games I've ever played. Even if something doesn't age well visually, <laughs> it, it can still get me. Right. And I think that's the thing with Manhunt is, like, visually, it wasn't really the greatest. <laughs> but, I mean, still. And the thing is, is, like, it depends on what you play it on because there's only two modes and it's normal or like <laughs> hardcore, right? And hardcore is without the little map that shows you where everyone's at. <laughs> so like you'd just be walking and someone just comes out of nowhere and just starts shanking you. Oh, jeez. Such a good game though. It is. I I forget, are you a fan of stealth games in general or was Manhunt like the one off? I mean, I I'd play them, I guess. Like, if someone gave you uh, a Hitman, would you play a Hitman game? Oh, my God. Like Hitman? I got so into Hitman when <laughs> I, because it was for free on the PlayStation. And, like, I still play it. Like, I'll just, uh, I'll replay it. Um, but when I was, uh, when I had a roommate long ago, um, he had it on his Xbox. And... That's all I would play on it. <laughs> it was pretty. It was it was a fun game. Sometimes I wouldn't even try to be stealth though. I would just <laughs> run in and shoot everybody. That was kind of the beauty of Hitman. Right. Yeah. Like if you were good, you could you could just like blast everybody. Right. I played a lot of Hitman Two on my. I think it was the GameCube. Mm-hmm. So it would have been like old Xbox, like PS Two era. Mm-hmm. Played a lot of Hitman Two. Absolutely loved it. 
when I got my 360, I played like a little bit of I, I can't remember which ones came which one came first or last, but there was like Hitman Absolution and Hitman like Bloodlines or something. Mm-hmm. And I played a little bit of both of those like just a couple years ago. It might be three years ago now, but they released a new Hitman game, mm-hmm. but it was like all episodic. Like it was like Hitman Chapter One, Chapter Two. I think that's the one I have, and it was really good. Like I got it after it was all done and released, and it was like I don't remember if it was was free as a game with gold on Xbox. I think it was just a, a game that you could download through Game Pass. Mm-hmm. But uh, I played a few missions of that and really liked it. <laughs> if that had come out at a time when I was more of a patient player, mm-hmm. I, I think I would have really loved it. Right. And I liked what I played of it. It just, I just don't have, like, it. I'll sit there and, I'll sit there and, like, play a mission for, like, two hours. <laughs> right. That, I mean, that's what I did, basically, because I kept dying. And I just had to keep redoing it and redoing it, and finally I got the hang of it. Uh, that's when I started just going in guns blazing. <laughs> um, I did play the first three Splinter Cell games. See, and I never played those. I never uh, got into them. They were they were really good. Like uh, first one, probably the hardest game I ever beat. Like when I beat that one, I felt so proud of myself. I don't. I know for a fact I couldn't do it today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how I managed it back then. That game was like brutally hard. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, cause like there were like missions where it was like, it's like if you kill anybody, mission over. Like, uh, checkpoints were sparse. Once you, uh, if I remember correctly, once you started a mission, mm-hmm. you pretty much had to finish that mission. Like, I don't, like safe points were few and far between. Mm-hmm. And then Splinter Cell 2 came out, Pandora Tomorrow. It was a little more forgiving and it had an awesome multiplayer. It was like spies versus mercs. Mm-hmm. And like if you were a spy, you played like Sam Fisher. So you played third person and you were sneaking around in the dark and you had gadgets. Mm-hmm. But if you played as a merc, you were first person and you had your gun. <laughs> so like, and a flashlight too. We used to play play that for hours in Sam's basement with like, uh, internet connections weren't what they were today. We had to like actually buy like a, a gaming hub right. <laughs> and wire the two together for a LAN party. Oh, man. And then Splinter Cell 3 came out and had like a cool co-op mode, and it was like even more forgiving. You could save almost anywhere. Mm-hmm. It was far easier. See, with the, the Hitman I have now, like I could get so far. Like say I have two... Uh, two people I have to kill. I kill one and then like work my way across the map to get to the other one. But if I die, I have to go all the no. way back to the beginning. It's ridiculous. Oh man, there's no save. I don't remember. There's no saves in that game. No. Oh man, that is a bummer. I think in Hitman Two you had saves, but you were limited. Mm-hmm. Depending on your difficulty, you could have like anywhere between three and six saves. And so if you're playing like on normal, you'd have like three three saves. But if you used them all up at the beginning and the last part of the map was last part of the level was super hard, you were just kind of screwed. Right. <laughs> uh biggest plot twist in a game? Bioshock. Okay. 
You ever played Bioshock? No. Uh, I played it once. Okay. Is that the dude that can like control electricity? Yeah, I think so. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't remember a whole lot of Bioshock, but I remember getting to the end and just being like, what just happened? <laughs> like, what is this? Right. But that one was like, the first one was like all underwater and there were like big daddies and little girls. Like you're getting like crazy powers and stuff. And then you get to the end and, uh, and like, like when you, when you meet like the guy that's like running the place, it's just like, it's a, it was good. I'm, I won't, I won't spoil it for you even if you want me to. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mortal Kombat Deception is an old one. Uh, I think it was, it went Deadly Alliance, then Deception, and then maybe Armageddon. Might be the other way around. Anyways, basically, the beginning, you're just a young lad. It's kind of like Avengers. <laughs> you're kind of you're trying to collect these different colored stones, okay, to regain order of the uh, the realm uh, for this floating spirit. It's just like a floating light that talks to you the whole time. <laughs> and then finally, at the end, when you get them all collected, you're like ninety thousand years old because <laughs> the uh, you start as like a young boy, and then the game takes you throughout his whole entire life, and he just ages like. He looks like uh, familiar with Kill Bill. Yeah, looks like Pi May. Okay, <laughs> from Kill Bill. Uh, anyways, so you get them all collected, and then this little floating light turns into like this big dragon-looking dude. He's evil, and he collects them all. It just takes off. So it's very. I'm pretty sure that's where they got Infinity War from. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> At the and then that's just the end of the game. Like, he takes him, takes off, and you're just like... Okay. Yeah. One other one would probably Until Dawn. Um, spoiler alert for those who haven't played it. <laughs> I don't care about Mortal Kombat. You've had enough time. <laughs> um, it's about a serial killer. Well, these the group of friends go up to this mountain um, to kind of like... It's like a memorial because a couple of well, these twins that friends of theirs uh, went missing. And anyways, they get there and they just start getting like, well, depending on what decision you make, they start getting murdered. <laughs> and uh, one of the characters gets sawn in half by like a buzzsaw. <laughs> and then it comes out later that he like faked it and it shows how he like set it up. Like there's like half a <laughs> body and then like. The other half of his body standing behind something, and uh, he ends up being the killer, and that's kind of like in the middle. Well, towards towards the end of the game, but it was still like a big like, oh okay, <laughs> fair enough. It's with the uh, Remy Malik. Okay, he's the the killer. Is it just his voice or is it his likeness too? Mm, what do you mean? Like, does it look like Remy Malik? Oh, yeah. The characters are very realistic. Because oh. uh, Hayden Pantier. Okay. She's in the game. It looks... Uh, oh. I'll show you. I'll, I can pull up a couple right. of pictures, but... Oh, Heavy Rain. See, and I heard that was a really good game. <laughs> that game is so intense. Uh, you know, like, for being somebody that doesn't really like PlayStation mm -hmm. and PlayStation controllers very much, like, the most emotional games I've played... Mostly our PlayStation titles. Mm -hmm. Heavy Rain was like playing through Seven. Very yeah. similar to the movie Seven. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh gosh, that game was so good. I almost want 
a PS3 <laughs> again just so I can play that again. <sighs> a lot of people didn't like it because it was it was really slow to start. Mm-hmm. Like I think like the first 20 minutes you're just like kind of wandering around this dude's apartment. You can like read magazines and take a shower and eat food. But once it picks up, it gets really crazy. And mm-hmm. that one had a really good plot twist as well as far as like who the killer was and stuff like that. Right. And it had some okay some okay DLC. Beyond Two Souls was kind of similar. It was like the same the same uh, company, Quantic Dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyond Two Souls was a little more sci-fi, though. And so it was a little less believable because it had like superpowers in it and stuff. It starred uh, Ellen Page. From? Uh, she was in Juno. Okay. Um, the one that looks like Ellie from? Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because, like, I remember when Last of Us came out and, like, she was really upset that that Ellie looked like her. Mm. And people would, people were making fun of her. Be like, like, oh, you're upset that this video game character looks like you when you literally mapped your face on this other video game character? Right. <laughs> As, like, to be fair, she chose to have her, her face mapped. <laughs> and she starred in it. She didn't star as Ellie. Mm-hmm. And also, to be fair to Naughty Dog, people look like people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they want they want a a small brunette girl. It's a good chance it's gonna look like <laughs> Ellen Page. Right. Here's a uh, Raymond Malik and oh. until done. Wow. So I mean, it was it was pretty realistic. Is there a sequel to that game? Is there another? Mm, not yet. Oh, okay. I hope there is. I think I've got that confused with something else. I don't know what. Like maybe like Days Gone or something. Is it a zombie game? It's a serial no, killer game. It's, just, it's like yeah. a slasher movie. Yeah. I must have it confused with something else. But I don't know what. I wish they would make like an Until Dawn movie. Same cast. <laughs> See, I, that I don't fully understand. Why? Like, why would you want that movie? You've already played the game. With the same cast, even. Because it was a good game but you've already seen it why do you need a movie if you've already seen it like people that want uh a last of us movie it's like just play the game but what if it's different well then i don't i don't want it to be different (laughs) the game was exactly what i wanted well i mean i might change the ending just a little bit but how would you change the ending the last of us yeah uh, she asks him, um, she asks, uh, she asks Joel, it's the exact same ending minus two seconds. Like she asks him something like, was there a cure back there or something or other? And, uh, and I don't remember exactly what it was, but he lies to her and says, no, I would stop it before he answers. She asks a question. He opens his mouth to answer credits roll. Never know what he has to say about it until apparently a sequel, <laughs> and maybe even then you don't know what he had, what he actually said. Well, I think so because in the trailer, like they kind of give what the game's going to be about. So I mean, I would. But just I mean, assume. if you were going to end it that way, though, the sequel could go in a way that you don't have to. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's how I would do it. It'd be like a. Spoiler alert for Inception. You ever seen Inception? Yeah, once. Okay. Do you remember how it ended? No. He spins the top on the table, 
and the whole thing with the top is if it falls over he's in the real world if it spins forever he's dreaming Mm -hmm. and he spins the top on the table he's reunited with his family it's a very happy ending and you're watching it and you're watching it and the camera moves in closely to it and it kind of like wobbles just a hair and then it's over credits roll and you never know if it like actually falls over or not right it's kind of like uh, uh, I can't remember which X-Men it was. Oh, it was X-Men The Last Stand. And uh, Magneto's powers get taken away, so he can't control <laughs> m- m- metal. Okay. <laughs> uh, so then at the end of the movie, he's at like this retirement home playing chess with like wood and glass, like a wooden <laughs> glass chess set. He like goes to grab the piece, and the piece of wood moves, and then it just cuts out. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, oh, he can't be Magneto with wood. <laughs> <laughs> He's like out chopping trees the next time you see him. Oh man. Yeah, um, if they made a John Wick game, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, I'd play that. You excited for Cyberpunk? Are you are you a fan? Of Keanu Reeves, or are you just a fan of like John Wick? I'm a fan of Keanu Reeves. Okay, so are you excited for Cyberpunk then? No, because I don't know what it is. It's got Keanu Reeves in it. Wow, oh. it's gonna be awesome. It'll be out, uh, I think later. I think April. Is it a movie? No, it's a game? game. Ooh, maybe I have seen it. Trailer for it at least. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. He came out during E3 last year. Like nobody knew he was in it. Mm-hmm. Like they were like showing the game off, and then like you like in the trailer, you see you finally see this character, and it's Keanu Reeves, and then he comes like he comes out on stage. There's like somebody in the audience is like, "You're beautiful," <laughs> and he and he just like without even thinking about it, he just like turns to the crowd and he's like, "We're all beautiful." <laughs> Keanu Reeves is like one of the greatest people on this planet. Excited for Bill and Ted. Probably don't know what Bill and Ted is. Long before your time. Back in the 90s, Keanu Reeves, just a young buck, fresh off the streets of a Dr. Pepper commercial, landed a movie called Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure Mm -hmm. with some guy that nobody remembers. Okay. And they time travel, and they meet like all these historical figures, like... uh, uh, the the short guy Napoleon, okay, and like I think Abraham Lincoln and and Socrates, they call Socrates Socrates because they're dumb, mm-hmm. and uh, like it's like a, it's a stupid movie, but they made a sequel, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and I don't remember much of the sequel, but I think they played checkers with death. And there was like something to do with the afterlife or something, and I don't know. He said I don't remember much of the sequel for many, many years because this was all like ninety two, well ninety three or ninety four ish. <laughs> like many, many years, people have been like, like there should be a, a third Bill and Ted movie. And he kept like kind of teasing it a little bit, mm. be like, yeah, I'd be okay with another Bill and Ted. And then like it would just never go anywhere. And then he would kind of make it sound like it was coming. But now it's actually coming. Bill and Ted 3 for the 36-year-olds. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and I probably won't even be all that interested. 
But yeah, I mean, I like I like Keanu Reeves, Constantine. I like that movie. That's a good one. Did you ever watch the TV show? Uh, no. It was not terrible. It was not great, but it was not terrible. I uh, watched the Suicide Squad. Or was it Suicide Squad? Maybe it wasn't. Is it the TV thing? No, it was animated. It was a oh. DC animation. Okay. It was like Constantine, but I don't think it was Suicide Squad. It was something different. Okay. It was really good, though. Hmm. All the DC movies are. Yeah, they do knock it out of the park with their animation. Yes. Yeah. They also, like, I've never, I watched a little bit of Arrow. I've never gotten into, like, their TV universe. Mm. But they seem to be knocking it out of the park with that, too. Uh, Constantine, the TV show, was like, uh, it was like an NB, it was a very short-lived NBC series. The guy that played Constantine was a little more, uh, a little less Keanu Reeves in a good way. Like, Keanu Reeves was, like, an awesome Constantine, but, like, the show was, like, he was, like, maybe a little a little more lovable almost. Mm-hmm. But uh, NBC canceled it, which is fine, because, like, they canceled it, like, four episodes after I stopped watching. But then uh, I think he came back, like, uh, I think the CW didn't pick up the series but bought out the character. Mm-hmm. And... And I don't know exactly how it happened, but they got the character and they got the actor from that show back. And then he showed up in like some shared universe TV TV episode. The CW too. has weird shows. They do. From like back in the day. Because <laughs> we watch um, this football show. It's from, yeah, I can't remember. I think it came out last year, but it's called All American. It's on the CW. But when it plays their ads. It's just like a bunch of weird stuff from back in the day. <laughs> oh man, like Charmed and oh, okay. It's like, Charmed. Oh. My problem with the CW is everybody looks too good. I tried watching Arrow. I really wanted to like Arrow, mm-hmm. but everybody in that show is like a supermodel. <laughs> it just drives me nuts that everybody on every CW show just looks like a supermodel, right. and. Even the ugly people, <laughs> it's harsh, but even like the quote unquote unattractive people or realer looking people, mm-hmm. even they look like, they don't look like any real people I'm running around with. Right. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, did you ever watch any Arrow? Uh, no. It was basically, the first season was basically Batman Begins. know what that means well it was very similar <laughs> to batman begins did it even have to do with rachel ghoul uh Roz? <laughs> actually actually it might have i know he's in like a couple episodes. i think i think it might have he was like he was stranded on an island he manages to come back there's a lot of flashbacks i don't even know how he got off the island but he manages to get back and then he does like a bunch of Bruce Wayne Batman style workout mm. and starts donning the cape and the hood and stuff. It's very similar to Batman Begins. Only everybody is a supermodel. <laughs> there's like there's no old Michael Caine butler. <laughs> like, Bruce, maybe you should play some water polo. <laughs> Michael Caine was a good he was. Alfred. He was. 
best Alfred? My favorite Alfred. But I'm also pretty fond of Michael Caine. Okay. So, I mean, the guy that was Alfred in like the like the Michael Keaton and Val Kilmer days, he was fine. I just like Michael Caine better. Right. If they made a Batman where Alfred was played by John Lithgow. Who? Uh, he's the guy from Third Rock from the Sun. Okay. He was uh, the dad. He was, Planet he was, of the Apes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he is one of my all-time favorite actors. So if John Lithgow played Alfred, I would be A-okay with that. And I would it would probably just knock. Like It could be a terrible Alfred. <laughs> he could sound like he could be using like a, a shitty Australian <laughs> accent. <laughs> like Foster's Batman. <laughs> Australian for beer. Right. <laughs> then I would still probably take that over Michael Caine just because... Just because I love John Lithgow. I didn't like, was it Jeremy Irons from the newer movies with Ben Affleck? Yes. I didn't like that Alfred. I didn't like the Alfred in the um, Gotham. Yeah, I didn't like him either. He was an Aussie. (laughs) In the comics, you're more well-versed in Batman lore than I am. In the Mm -hmm. comics, was Alfred Alfred like actually... uh, like a a former spy or operative of sorts. Uh, I believe so. Okay. I'm pretty sure he was because wasn't that like a was because was that a thing in Gotham too? Was he was he was like yeah. a former operative? Yeah. Okay. Um, in Batman, Court of Owls. Okay. Um, I think in in the animated movie it was Batman versus Robin, but. In the comics, is Court of Owls. Okay. Batman's, like, in his bat cave. <laughs> he's a bunch, bunch of owl ninjas come out of nowhere. <laughs> and he's getting, like, torn apart. Alfred, like, kicks the door open. And he has, like, a 12-gauge. He's just blasting uh, them all you know over. I think I remember that. Yeah. I think I do remember that now that you mention it. <laughs> I have that. I have that. I haven't watched it. I probably haven't actually watched it since it was new, though. Oh, okay. I have it, too. Duh. Yeah. Now that you mention it, though, like, okay. I don't like... I like the idea that Alfred is just smart. I don't like the idea that he is battle-ready. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the Michael Caine version of it, even even if it was a different actor, I still think he, was, he would still be my favorite version mm-hmm. because just the way he was written as being... It was just smart. <laughs> right. And maybe maybe they mention it somewhere in that trilogy and I just missed it. But I don't think I did. And they mention it anywhere that he's, they mentioned that he was a some sort of an operative. Yeah. Really? When he says there's a scene in the Dark Knight Rises when he's talking about how he was on a mission to I think get like this kill someone and he stole a bunch of like rubies and gems. Huh. Okay. And, uh, or no, the person he was after stole a bunch of treasure, rubies and gems, and all that stuff. And Alfred said that he was, like, walking around, and he would see people, like, holding them, like babies, just holding these big, huh. big diamonds. And Okay. I honestly don't remember that. Just because you hate the Dark Knight I, Rises. I really do. <laughs> I really do. But I have seen it multiple times, and I still don't remember that part. That's another one of those that 
I would be. Oh, maybe it was the Dark Knight. I've seen that one a lot too, but I don't. I, either way, I don't remember. It's been a long time since I watched any of them. And you know, me and my they're truly the greatest. You, you know, me and like, if I'm not taking notes, I'm not remembering ninety percent of what I just watched. That's true. What's your favorite movie out of those three? Probably Dark Knight out of that trilogy. Oh yeah, I was thinking of. For some reason, I was thinking of Batman Begins, and that's my least favorite. Oh, but it would that. go Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight. <laughs> Batman Begins. Okay, what what is your favorite thing about Dark Knight Rises? Uh, Spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen right. Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I just, I liked, I li- I enjoyed Tom Hardy's Bane. Okay. I, I mean, the idea of Bane being, kind of like going back to what you said about Alfred, how you liked how he was smarter than he was more, right. like, combat ready. Like, Bane, of course, is Bane. He's supposed to be... <laughs> Super, you know, uh, tough and stronger than everything. But in this one, he was like more, he was smarter mm. than, you know, the person in the room, everyone in the room. <laughs> and my favorite scene in that movie is when they're that first fight between him and Batman, because Batman's trying to use all his like <laughs> trickery and right. stuff, and Bane's just immune to it. <laughs> Perfect. I was born in the darkness. (laughs) I was molded by it. You didn't think the voice was distracting? Nope. Yeah. Okay. Because considered considering it was or the the first Bane, I think that was in a movie, I think it was the one with Arnie. (laughs) Yeah. Was just a bunch of grunts (laughs) and a bunch of tubes tied to him. (laughs) Which in the comics that's what that's how Bane looks. But I th- I'm just glad that it was different for a change. Okay. I loved the beginning of Dark Knight Rises, and then, and then like it fell off. Like what? Be- like where? Like when? Where? I liked the part with the plane. Uh, um, it's like, it's like, what would happen if I took off the mask? It would hurt very much. Right. <laughs> you know, and like then, like the plane like being ripped in half is cool. <laughs> um. And then, Taking this plane, <laughs> and then when, uh, when when Bruce, uh, like does the Batman stuff at the beginning, like he's like got like the lights, he's like turning off the lights, and he's on like the Bat Pod or Bat Cycle or whatever oh, that yeah, thing's yeah. called, like in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like when he's doing the cool Batman stuff, really love that, and then. <laughs> and then it gets to like where he meets Bane for the first time, and I was just kind of done. I was like, "No, this isn't this isn't working." Yeah, but that's kind of, that's I mean that's how it went in the comic. But I don't care. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> so Batman. All right, I'm not. I I I I promise I'm not gonna like get into a heated argument. <laughs> but in my opinion, it's like he just forgot how to fight, and he's fighting against this muscle bound man in the sewers. By throwing smoke bombs at him and landing weak ass punches. Well, yeah, but I mean, that, <laughs> but if you think about like the idea behind Bane, like he's supposed to be super, you know, right, brute and right. But Batman tries to fight him with smoke bombs. Because well, that's punches. how he got past everyone else. <laughs> it's the it's the idea behind because Bane was basically molded <laughs> from the same. People that Batman was. 
Yeah, I just can't get past the smoke bombs and weak punches. <laughs> that's that's my thing, though. Because you see him do so much cool stuff in Dark Knight and in Batman Begins. Well, yeah, but think about how far, like, from that movie to Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, how much I realize that, like, there is a He's time... still human, Tyler. I realize that. And I can kind of forgive the weak punches. But he's in the sewer with smoke bombs. <laughs> and, like, fizzle sticks. That's what has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole part at the end where he finally gets out of the hole and he still doesn't do like a bunch of cool Batman stuff. I wanted I just wanted more Batman stuff. That's all I wanted. It's it's kind of going back to Iron Man two from the last episode. You have a Batman movie. Batman's it's like almost I think it's almost like three hours long. Batman is literally in a hole. For like two hours of that three hours, I thought the whole stuff was just kind of like really repetitive. It's like, oh, he's almost going to... No, he's not. Oh, the, oh, he's getting a little bit better. Oh, okay. It's like, a process. Yeah, I get it. It's a process, but it's a boring process. <laughs> Teach their own. <laughs> anyways. Anyways, I I just... I felt that movie was kind of boring. Batman Begins was my favorite out of them. I like, I like, I like Liam Neeson. And I didn't, and uh, I love Dark Knight. I didn't like how they ended it with the Joker. Literally leaves him hanging. That's it. That's it. All that, and you set up for the, you set up for Two Face, and you get a few coin tosses, and no. Two Face should have been the villain in Dark Knight Rises. Maybe with Bane. I would have been. I feel like everything changed after Heath Ledger died. Yeah, I'm sure. And I kind of wonder if maybe the Joker wouldn't have died if Heath Ledger hadn't. Like, I kind of wonder if maybe he would have killed the Joker off. Well, probably not. I mean, there's really... I don't think... Okay, like, all right, there's every, no killing the Joker off. Everybody, if you're not, have you ever seen the uh, Michael Keaton Batman? Joker's laying dead in the streets in a pile of rubble. Or is he? Yes, he is. <laughs> Or is he? Is <laughs> anyways, a lot of people. I argue with people about this. They tell me, "Well, if Heath Ledger hadn't died, the Joker would have been in Batman Three, in Dark Knight Rises." And I say, "Not in any significant way." I honestly don't think that the Joker was going to be the main villain in Dark Knight Rises. I don't think. Well, because I think the idea. Was people in the Dark Knight Rises when Bane breaks everyone out of the prison? I feel like Harvey Dent, had he not died, had they not killed him off right. in the second one, Joker and then Scarecrow get busted out, you know, and <laughs> it's just, just havoc. What I think is if Heath Ledger had survived, had lived, Scarecrow would not have made an appearance. And Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. as the judge sending people to walk onto the frozen river. I think that would have been Heath Ledger. Which has been like two minutes of the Joker whacking away at his gavel. Like, oh well, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna are you gonna walk in the lake or are you gonna gonna go over here and, and, and be shot? That was a bit much. Was it though? It was. I don't think it was. It was a bit much. <laughs> Anyways. 
Anyways, our time is up. I, we've gone several episodes, I think, without talking about Batman. That might have been our longest stretch without talking about Batman. Yeah, I think we were we were due. Although I'm pretty sure we've argued about about that trilogy several times. <laughs> <laughs> it all boils down to that trilogy. Alrighty. All right, we're going to call it quits because it is 11.21 at night and my throat is getting very scratchy. <laughs> and and my wife is probably at home wondering why I haven't come back yet because I've been gone since like 8 o'clock. You've been home later than this. This is true. All right, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that. You can email us your topics list to off all day at outlook.com you can find us on instagram where it is at off all day podcast on twitter we are at off all day we have a pretty boss website as well off all day podcast.com where you can find all sorts of fun little things send us that topics list win yourself a prize once again i don't know what that prize is you're also going to need a secret word i forgot to mention that in the last episode but somewhere awkwardly in the middle of this episode there will be a secret word probably preceded by and followed by a very obnoxious cow sound. <laughs> that secret word needs to be placed in that topics list too. So that way we know, we know that you actually listened and hopefully enjoyed. With all that said, we'll catch you next time.